Welcome, Tech Theaters. It's Jet Fuel Devs, Episode 7. I'm Dan, here with my co-host, Veronica, the techie flight attendant from Dubai. Uh, today's agenda, we had an opportunity once again to meet in Seattle, Veronica and I. This was uh, at the time of this recording about two or three weeks ago. It feels like it feels too long ago now. It feels like all kinds of time has passed. But uh, the stars aligned, and we were able to meet up and spend five hours in a hotel lobby um, talking and planning and playing chess and drinking wine. And yeah. after five hours, it wasn't even enough time. So, uh, some stories about that. I killed some <laughs> birds in Burbank and, uh, Veronica, you went to a, uh, looks like a metaverse meetup in Dubai. Is that right? Metaverse and generative AI. Hello guys. How are you doing? It's your co-host Veronica. Thank you Dan for a lovely introduction. And uh, yeah, a lot to talk about and a lot of value to bring to our listeners. Thank you again for tuning in to episode seven. Here we are after, uh, well, it's been, You're welcome. <laughs> it's been, it's been seven months technically because um, I think we've been doing this pretty consistently, consistently once a month. But, um, uh, you know, to start with that, uh, that, that meetup in, in Seattle, um, was was awesome. It was so great to hang out with you again, Veronica. I know I've said that uh, about a dozen times, but uh, so great to see you. I re really felt bad, um, although I uh, about keeping you awake for 24 hours. That's how long you were up, and you were doing really well until like a little bit later in the meeting, your 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 blinks started to get longer, and I could tell. <laughs> I was like, okay, we got to wrap this up. Like this. Yeah, your head wasn't uh, wasn't keeping itself up. But. Oh my gosh, this was horrible. Honestly, uh, like I said uh, before to you, um, I'm so sorry because um, I bet the meeting the meeting would have been way better if I was like fresh, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was straight after 16 hour flight, uh, working throughout the whole flight except like three hours when we have our CRC break. Yeah. But still, honestly, sometimes you can't really fight with your body and with the nature of your body. You just want to sleep and you want to just turn off and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was really fun. And uh, um, just to hear about what you're working on, you brought your chess board. We got a chance to sit down and play chess. We live streamed it, actually. And we actually had a, a few viewers on that live stream at like 70 or something. We had. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for whoever supported our game. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, it was a great game, actually. I really loved it, and I'm looking forward to the next one when I'm gonna get my revenge. Rematch, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I, uh, I hadn't played actual physical chess in years. I always I always just play on my on my phone. So I. I uh, How did you feel about it? Did you like? I it? really liked it. Yes, it, it's way better, of course. I mean, it, and and against playing against a person and playing against you and somebody that that uh, I've never played against before, it was really fun just to just to have a fun game like that so and then yeah i'm saying that sometimes although i'm all about innovation and all of that stuff in the same time i find myself being like very old school so i'm all about like in-person chess games i love street chess as well mm, i love um paper books like you know not the online reading and all of that stuff so i think it's a different way a different feeling right for sure when we play it like it's not like online everything you know oh yeah it's just 
that's what actually what makes the connection between people in the end of the day. That's why I wanted to just say that that's why I attended that event, the Metaverse and Generative AI event, because it was in-person event. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, join that Zoom meeting and we're going to uh, meet and blah, blah, blah. It's different. It's different. And you network better, I think. You read the emotions of the other people better. Oh, huge. Yeah, well, and the energy of the room as well. Um, was awesome. So what? So tell me about that that event. I, I haven't heard a whole lot about it. So um, the event actually, I joined it just by. Uh, I decided to attend just by chance because I randomly uh, saw it on LinkedIn. They were promoting it on LinkedIn, and uh, I was like, okay, that just uh, opposite my building because it was let in the Museum of the Future, and I just live like five minutes walk from here. Then I was like, that's great. And I'm actually, I consider myself lucky because I live very close to that uh, museum. Uh, and, you know, the name talks uh, for itself. It's Museum of the Future. So they have, they're having constantly all of these kinds of metaverse events and uh, innovation events, all about innovation and all of that stuff. So I decided, okay, why not? Let me see what these guys are going to present. And uh, I ended up actually very impressed. Because um, last year, when I was attending JITEX, um, the tech uh, convention here in the UAE, uh, I already tried the HoloLens, the Microsoft HoloLens um, headsets. And honestly, my, I didn't really like it because I didn't like it because I just uh, wore it for like five minutes, even less than five minutes, and I got a headache because it's like, I, I don't know why it's like a brand new product still, you know, I think it's been there for a while now, but you know, it's not broadly used in the market and it's not like everyone has a HoloLens, right? So um, I think they're still in the development process. They still have a lot of work to do because I think I was not supposed to get that headache, you know, because maybe, and I was not really actually also able to, um navigate with the controls very easy because for example when you have the headset on you have to really press 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 like come on you know so um it's not like i'm judging it's not like i'm like oh my god these guys are doing a bad job because when you want to actually uh, establish new product on the market it's hard and you always have you know the bugs you see with your app i believe so it's always there's always something going on there's always some bug there and some issues and some complaints and all of that so uh in the end of the day even if i didn't like it that doesn't mean that i don't support it because whoever does some innovating innovative stuff we should support because these are the people who are moving the world forward right well said it's an iterative process right like just you being there to to evaluate the product <clears throat> excuse me is is a way that they can look at their product from a different perspective you give a different perspective right and 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 something that that they may not have seen and it's amazing when you're working on your own software you think that you're looking at every angle and every you've seen every bit inside and out of your software but then you put it out to the world and and people use it a different way. They don't understand. They're not using it in a linear way that you might be because you know how you think the app is supposed to work or this product is supposed to work. So you're automatically using it that way. Whereas, you know, with you with the HoloLens, it, you know, you're giving it a different perspective. And then, so I had a thought about, about your headache. Now you, you wear prescription glasses normally, right? Um, no, 
not no. really a prescription glasses. I just wear a computer glasses. That's it. I don't have any like power for on my lenses. So oh, okay. Uh, it's just computer glasses. That's it. Gotcha. Like a blue light blocker or something. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Blue light blockers. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's pretty. Gotcha. So I wear prescription glasses and and I've you know with VR headsets that I've used in the past I know that I can't use them for very long although now I also am aware that there you can get custom ordered um, prescription lenses to fit inside these these headsets oh I love that I love that yeah and so I, I think that's probably part of it but another thing is I've flown with um, uh, pilots uh, that are ex-military and in the military, they use night vision goggles and they'll talk about how they'll be doing a whole uh, mission at night and they're wearing these night vision goggles over their over their eyes. And I've heard them say that after, you know, four or five hours of having these basically screens in front of their eyes, that it's it's very fatiguing. And so as we move forward into this world of, of VR headsets or or, you know, the um, what's the Apple device coming out, the Vision Pro, as we get more and more you know, deeper into that kind of a world where we're all strapping screens on our faces, what are the, what are the effects, you know, and, and sadly only time will tell, I think. We should ask chat GPT, I guess. <laughs> yeah, how are my eyes going to react to this new future chat GPT? Exactly, exactly. Did I mention, I think I mentioned it on every episode that I love chat GPT. <laughs> Uh, well, so that's an interesting point to, to segue um, into the, I didn't do an in-person event, but I joined a, uh, a live, um, what is it, a town hall, I can't remember what it was called now, but it was with, um, with the uh, uh, Pieces app. Uh, the developers yeah, of uh, yeah, tell us more about yeah. That. So that was what the discussion topic was was uh, using how do we use AI to integrate with our workflows, and then they also talked about KPI like key performance indications and uh, indicators. I think it's called for for monitoring developer performance or your team's performance. Which personally, I wasn't really interested in being being a, a solo developer, um, but I was definitely interested in in the integrating AI into my workflow and, and how to do that more efficiently. And, I, and particularly the, the app that I've been using the most is uh, the Pieces for Developers app because I can import my own files into that app and it can look at it on device and give me uh, ChatGPT style uh, responses to questions about code in my own project. And you can choose uh, whether you want this processing to, processing to be done on device or if you want it to be done uh, using the cloud. And so it gives you a couple of options uh, for cloud AI integration, of course, OpenAI with ChatGPT and then the Palm 2 platform, which I'm honestly not familiar with. But then on device, you can run Llama 2 or Code Llama, and there's another one called Tiny Llama. And the Pieces app give, gives you, um, it gives you like what kind of, uh, uh, performance you can expect out of each of those models on device. Of course, there's not, you know, and, and whether or not your your hardware can handle that device. So, so that was a big part of what I wanted to listen to about that uh, with that that discussion. Um, and it, honestly, what came out of it was wasn't really anything that I hadn't heard before. It was like, you know, you 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 know, integrating AI into your workflow is is a great tool. You know, we're all still learning it. But well, one thing that was uh, brought up and, and I thought was a good point was that you can't just blindly trust what the AI is giving you uh, for an answer, especially with your code. And, and, and they, they, uh, 
made the comparison with uh, Stack Overflow, right? Like it'd be the equivalent of just going to Stack Overflow, typing in what your question is or what your problem is, seeing a block of code, and then blindly copying and pasting that into your project and trusting that it's going to work. Like it's, yeah. You'd, Imagine. It, yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure that it, it happens. Or the worst thing, not knowing, not knowing at all what this code snippet does. You know, you just post it there or it, oh, it works. And that's it. Right, right. Uh, in my opinion, this is not secure at all. And at least you should be familiar yeah, yeah. with what this code exactly is doing, right? Oh, totally. Um, and like you were saying, I just want to mention, we should not forget your legendary quote. Even with AI, we are still the captains, right? Yes. So. Yes, you're still... And not the... To forget this. Yeah, no, that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like you might be able to use this tool, but you're still in charge of the of the code. And 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 they, another thing they talked about in the in the talk was uh, was that you know you can't forget the human side of it. There is the artistic side of it of of software development of creating uh, you know what what you're working on and uh, and so just blindly using Stack Overflow is a bad idea. And and by the same token, blindly using uh, an AI, you know, tool like ChatGPT or, or uh, you know, Llama 2 or whatever isn't a good idea because you don't know what's going on and it may actually cause more problems than it solves. So it was a, it was a great event. Uh, it was pretty short, only about 30 minutes, um, but, uh, but a great talk. And I really do, I like where this is going. Like you say, you know, with the metaverse and, and with the AR, VR integrations into our daily lives, I like where it's going, but we're, you know, we're just, we're, little tiny steps along the way and we're not we're not there yet to full yeah exactly i really like what you're saying and i really like your point of view because this exactly uh shows us and tells us that we should not be scared right of ai we should just take full no. advantage of it and um also double check what AI is telling us to do, not just follow it blindly. And Absolutely. that's it. Just uh, keep on moving forward, I guess. And um, yeah. we're also, both of us, we are using AI, ChatGPT for our brand. And I believe our uh, a lot of people are using it as well for their brands. But still, guys, uh, we personally, when it comes to our brand, we are not copy pasting and just like, okay, oh, ChatGPT just uh, um, generated like what a full post, let's say a post for our uh, Twitter, uh, sorry, excuse me, X page. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we still look at mm -hmm. it. We we just not posting it like that. You know, it's, um, it's a great tool, but still you should um, try to mm -hmm. also be original, unique and to create your own brand voice. Yes. Yes. We, you know, we did an experiment. Was it September? I think we did a month long experiment using ChatGPT to post um, uh, daily updates on our X platform uh, updates. And, and I think it was moderate results. I don't think it was bad, but there, there's some aspect of it just kind of coming out a, a, a little bit vanilla. You know, it's, yeah. it has a tone, um, especially if you just use the default or whatever, but it, it, I think it's great for giving ideas. 
You oh, know, here's, here's 10 ideas. It's amazing. I love that. Yes. I love it. Uh, it just gave me <laughs> out of topic, but it just gave me uh, ideas for my sister's baby shower. It's great. I oh. love it <laughs> for activities. So whoa, go chat GPT. <laughs> That's that's awesome. Uh, baby's uh, baby shower uh, organized by by AI. That's actually that's, uh, great. that's pretty relevant. That's interesting. Imagine being born in in twenty twenty four. Is it going to be? Yes, uh, or yeah, late yeah. or December. It depends. December. Late this year. Yeah. Nice. So uh, yeah, one day we will be telling uh, her <laughs> stories for how we organize her baby shower and uh, everything else her birthdays most probably all organized by chat gpt han don't worry you're good <laughs> no yeah. one has time or whatever else is no and and stuff that we can't even imagine so uh and uh, but hopefully it's great i love the era i love the era we are living in me too me too uh, do do you feel like veronica you were born at exactly the right time Yes, it's uh, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Uh, depends on how you look at it, right? Uh, in my uh, perspective, uh, I think I am um, because mm -hmm. I experienced both. Um, I mean, uh, I was, I think I was born just in the race of uh, the internet era the technology in general and all of that and now i'm living mm -hmm. through it so i'm happy i i think it's great and i'm um i hope i will keep i'll stay around to see what will happen in the future <laughs> i hope my lifespan won't be very short hopefully i think you'll be around for a little while oh yeah God. as long as you get enough sleep with this job that we have um i i I have always felt that that I was born at, at exactly the right time because of technology and the state of the aviation industry, I feel like is in a good place. Like I just fit. But then I also wonder, like, maybe does everybody feel like that? Like, no matter what you were time, you were what time of the you know century or whatever you were born in, does everybody feel that way? Because that's, of course, the only thing that we know. Absolutely. But um, yeah. So yeah. But I but I feel like with the advancing of technology, uh, it's like that's that's very much in my in my interests and uh, and I, I love it and I love being you know here for to see it and to participate yes. in it and hopefully build a little tiny piece of yes, it. Yes, it's great. Uh, I really love your take on that. It's uh, exactly the way I think uh, about this and uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But like I said, depends a lot of people. For example, even if you have the greatest life ever, if you have everything and um, you have uh, access to everything depends on your point of view if you want to complain you can still complain for the tiniest thing you know so sure, for example yes. some guy who's in uh, africa barely has food and stuff but he still can feel happy right he can be grateful for everything he has so it's all about the, your perspective and how you take life in general um just right. avoid drama, right? <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to do. Honestly, for me, it's just so important to avoid drama. It just gives me so much headache. <laughs> if there's 
someone and you know what i find myself this is a bit of like a um philosophical conversation now but um i believe our listeners don't mind it <laughs> we all enjoy a bit of philosophy it's just like i find myself i change my philosophy about life in general for the past one year in like 360 you know 360 degrees for example if some if i sense that someone is like kind of negative kind of like uh, always looking on the negative side of the things um i'm like mm, i should think I, I think i should distance myself better right because why would you want to be around this kind of people you want people who uplift you who tell you you can do that or we can do that right so you need team players you don't need just someone uh crying around the place for nothing basically yeah, well, it's contagious too. Uh, enthusiasm is contagious, and so is negativity. Uh, you know, if, if you're around negative people all the time, you're going to become negative. And 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 uh, being around enthusiastic people and inspiring people and and people that look on the good side of life is inspiring as well. And and it's it is a choice though, in a way that, like you say, like you have to recognize it first. Uh, I I treat this uh, my my. Uh, my ex uh, followers, my my Twitter followers, uh, it's a very sacred little silo that I keep there. Like if somebody is too negative or gets too political, uh, I have a very short little use uh, f- uh, fuse on on uh, on negativity on there, and I just like nope, I'm not I'm not letting that in. I know it exists out there, but I don't need it here. And uh, and to to extend that into your own life uh, is a little more difficult, I think, but uh, because that that contagion of it you can it can kind of happen without even knowing absolutely absolutely and uh, the scariest part is that these kind of people they can easily uh, drag you along with them you know so we exactly what you said without you knowing you just find yourself in Mm -hmm. this kind of part of this kind of conversations that you didn't want to be part of in the first place right so i'm like how did you end up there you know so it's a it's a wild thing but still it's a challenge that we should accept and uh, this is how you become a tough human right so we need that in our life it can't be only like roses pink roses and pink world and all of that this is how you grow to spin back to your your uh, the the conference that you went to or the event you went to with the metaverse talk, uh, you know you're surrounding yourself with people that are that are creating the next technology, the new technology on the on the cutting edge, and and you know even if there's bugs, you're you're still with people that are creating, and and that inspiration is is uh, you know it's it's uh, it fills the room. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Although um, I already said it before, I think um, it's good, but I still am trying to find my place out there, honestly, because uh, I'm not that like kind of all about networking kind of person and all of that stuff, just not in my nature, you know, so I'm still trying to improve that in myself because i really want to work on that i want to be more communicative and i want to be more confident when i'm uh attending those kinds of events 
So I'm working on that, and honestly, it's this is one of the hard. This is harder for me than coding in general than what I'm learning. I feel very uh-huh. much challenged when I'm attending, and this is why basically one of the uh, main reasons that I'm attending is to challenge myself because I have to put myself out there. And I was talking before that on my Instagram. It's not always what you like and what you don't like, you know. So if we were doing mm-hmm. always what we like. We won't do anything basically because okay i i like to just sit at home and chill right so <laughs> or go to the pool every day and i don't do that so it's not not about it you have to sacrifice and i believe you sacrifice a lot now with your app with the things we we sacrifice now even our time we sacrifice time when we brainstorm on topics and all of that we enjoy that but still it's a time that it's taken from us and we do it with the main goal with main reason and um yeah that's why i do it i'm still trying to improve uh, this and uh, yeah working on it working on it uh but when it comes to motivation motivation uh, when i'm there surrounded with all these kind of people yes uh i am and you know on this kind of event on that event that i went uh there were a lot a lot of young people and i'm like uh this what actually gives me hope hope for the future because there are a lot of young people who are there to create to create and who are inspired like by maybe let's say maybe Elon Musk, Mark um, Zuki <laughs> by Zuki. Yeah, Zuckerberg. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, that's great. I feel great when I'm uh, in uh, when I'm attending these kind of events. Absolutely. Um, uh, to be to be around you know young people that have their whole lives to learn and build and make mistakes and 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 learn and build again is uh is is awesome because you you know you, you may not think you have a lot of time but uh, well you can you can waste it but um you're not wasting your time out there you know putting yourself out there um it's it, it's inspiring for me to watch uh, a quick question about that so when you say metaverse when i hear the word metaverse i think facebook did this have anything to do with facebook or is it just talking about kind of the 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 virtual world that we might call the metaverse the virtual world is uh, is called metaverse. Uh, just right. uh, Zuki occupied that meta, meta, meta. <laughs> right, right. Occupied that uh, term in uh, terminology. So that's why, uh, mm-hmm. again, smart move. I don't blame him. It's a very smart move. But in general, meta, what when we say metaverse, we mean the whole virtual uh, space. So. Right. And Web3 space also. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Everything related to blockchain technology and all of that. But I should note that everything related to blockchain technology, it's not metaverse. Metaverse is uh, like the, the, um, the reality, the virtual reality itself. For example, sure. um, there, let's, let's uh, talk about meta. Let's say meta. um, Mm -hmm. they created that virtual reality that you can actually go there and buy a land. It's not about meta. There there are a lot of other platforms that now are doing that. But you can buy buy a virtual uh, um, land and even you can buy uh, virtual apartments, houses, and all of that stuff. And this thing, it's not big Mm -hmm. now, but from what I'm thinking, it will be a great business in the future with all these uh, Vision huh. Pro that's on the way uh, already there and uh, all these virtual, uh, all these um, 
uh, VR headsets um, because sure. I think that in the future you might just want to live there, right? You just put your head, it will be way cheaper, you know, it will be way cheaper <laughs> to live in the metaverse. I don't know how we're going to do with the food there though, but um, for yeah, example, if yeah. you buy apartment for $500 there and you just live in mm -hmm. your small room, like physical small room, but you are having a whole apartment in the metaverse, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it's uh, Ready Player One, right? Like that was a great depiction of of this, and it and it uh, it's not that far from reality. I could totally see people living that way. It's it's kind of a way that uh, what is it? Um, uh, it's like like fiction, reality follows fiction, or ah, uh, no, there's some saying. Um, what is it? Uh, Art imitates science. No, I can now. I can't remember what the saying is, but it, it's like you know, you see something in fiction and it becomes reality a few years later. I mean, I love uh, it. You know, yeah. Talking about like yeah, like trips to the to Mars. You know, well, we're we're not that far from people going to Mars. You know, and then this you stuff has been in movies. You can go to Mars with your VR headsets, right? <laughs> yeah, I could buy. Maybe I could buy some land on Mars right now. Exactly. Know, but, uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I just uh, watched that video that. Um, a uh, lady was saying that she's actually investing in space, in space land. I don't know how this works. Hmm. She didn't say where where she's investing, what company, whatever. But this is what she said. Okay. And they're like, oh, you're joking. You live in the future somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's like buying a piece of the ocean, right? It's, it's international waters. Now, speaking about huh. that, I just want to add something. I'm just going to write it down on my phone. Um, okay. Something just popped in my mind when we while we are talking. How, for example, this for example, let's say we start living in the metaverse. You know, let's say I have okay. an apartment in the metaverse, and I'm telling you, Dan, if you want to find me, I'm in the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, I'd but, knock on your your virtual door. Yeah, exactly. But now, how this will okay. affect the human uh, a human mental uh, mental health? How this will affect hmm. us? This is now the question that's kind of bothering me. This will affect my mental health to some degree or? The fact that you're, how much does your physical health affect your mental health or vice versa, right? Because I feel like if you're living in the metaverse, if you're sitting in a chair and you've got, you've got some sort of a device that shows that you are in a different world, but you haven't moved physically for four hours, right? Uh, you're yeah. still in your yeah. physical body. Um, so there, there's going to be detrimental effects to that. Um, and, and I feel like the, the physical effects may be worse than the mental effects. I mean, if, you know, happiness is a state of mind. So if you're happy in your mind, I think that you're, whether you're in the physical world or the meta world, um, you know, th these are deeper questions, but, uh, but I don't know, I would guess that physical health would be a problem, uh, far quicker than mental health. But what do you think? Yes, that's correct. Both are related, I guess. Both are related uh, mm -hmm. to high degree. Uh, and for sure, if you don't move, let's say not only for four hours, because people are wild, they most probably won't move for 10 hours straight if your whole life is there. <laughs> and uh, uh, for example, if you work right. at the metaverse, because uh, last year I heard that there, there are all, already people who actually work in the metaverse. They got full-time positions or something oh. like that. <laughs> so this is wild okay. and it's already there. Um and if you have like a, let's say, full-time job, eight hours a day, uh, nine to five kind of job in the mm -hmm. metaverse, then, well, okay, you can, you have to move for 
toilet breaks, you know, and all of that stuff, lunch break or whatever. At right. some point you get hungry, I guess. So mm-hmm. that's when you have to move. And hopefully this won't lead to addiction, you know. Oh, I think it absolutely will. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, why would you, if you're living in a, in a physical tiny room, you know, but in the metaverse, you have the planet Mars or, or a giant field or whatever you want, then wouldn't you rather be there than, than in your tiny physical room with nothing on the walls? Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yes, so, that's I mean, true. Of course, I would rather be there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, you know, if if I could be here in my little suburban house, but I could look out and see Dubai, uh, then the city, then I mean, that would be like the the perfect combination. So, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, is that addiction, or is it just losing touch with reality, or what is reality? Um, and you know, I mean, a lot of people they actually want to lose touch with reality. Even me sometimes. <laughs> That's why I have my wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be pretty strong wine. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it. Uh, but I don't know. Are you, are you faulted for that? I mean, if you're, if you're, um, if you're happy, if you're productive, if it shortens your lifespan, but you live a, a, a happier life. Man, I don't know. Yeah, These are. Yeah. I, I, I'd have now to... there is another uh, thing that comes on the way. It's um, the currency, and if you get money, let's say some virtual money. Uh, maybe most probably, most of the time, for example, when we talk, ab- when we talk about uh, play-to-earn games, uh, which are all paid in uh, cryptocurrency, from my prediction, they will use crypto for the metaverse. Um, let's say you get a salary there, some sort of payments, and then with that money, you can buy basically everything in the metaverse, and then why would you need money like why would you me, uh, need uh, money like let's say dollars for the physical right. world right because you don't care anymore i mean okay you should buy food so you can keep your body alive you know you, this is yeah, some crazy need... now we got into some crazy shit here <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure i mean it, it, yeah it, but your maybe your living expenses would actually go down in the physical world so the physical oh, yeah. the Wait, world that. money currency whatever that is would would be less but then the the market moves to the virtual world the actual you know the the economy moves to the virtual economy rather than the physical economy it's still an economy you know there's still money changing hands whether it's uh in in you know, in the, in the virtual world and virtual currency or the physical world with, I mean, I, I almost never use cash myself anyway, but, uh, uh, it's all, it's all just numbers on a, on a screen that, uh, reflects the, the value in my bank account. So, uh, yeah, what difference does it exactly. make if I'm in the physical world or the, or the virtual? Yeah. And uh, now speaking of that, I like this mm-hmm. brainstorming session, actually, this became okay. the brainstorming session. So okay. how this will affect the, uh, procreation? of the <laughs> word in general well yeah um uh <laughs> elon will be mad elon will be mad <laughs> that's true yeah yeah we still have to further humanity um you probably uh you, you probably just it might just be best to keep your uh, your virtual glasses on uh for procreating because uh, you you may not want to know uh the real person and the last time that they bathed uh 
<laughs> Imagine this will be wild. This will be wild. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. You can actually, I think, yeah, for sure, you have to keep your glasses on because that's how, okay, mm -hmm. you can have some physical human next to you, but you, you will be able to mo modify their features. Yeah, yeah. So I want you with dark hair, with uh, I don't know anything you want, you know. So and just you modify and just mm -hmm. keep your glasses on. <laughs> yep, glasses on, lights off. Yeah, this this would work for sure, for sure. <laughs> I think, I think it. Uh, you know, any any new technology I've heard, any new technology is used for sex and war. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess. Well, what to do? This is the world we are living in, unfortunately. This is the the negative side of the world. No, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, back to the virtual no, side. No, but... you don't have to be sorry. It's the reality. In the end of the day, it's the reality. It is, it is, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's why. What's the conclusion, guys? The conclusion of all this is keep your glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Keep your glasses on. Keep being productive. Stay focused. Whatever world you're in, you can create it on your own, right? Like you can create, you can, what's the, what's the Steve Jobs quote? I want to create a ding in the universe. You know, you can, you can twist, you can impact the world that you live in. I love that. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, that's not exactly, I mean, that was a quote, but it, it's, it's something like that. Like you can affect. You can uh, make an impact guys. Don't forget it. And it's true. You know, it's true. We just have to encourage the young people more. We should not be that negative around them. We should not be like, oh, but no, but I don't think so. This will happen. I don't think so. You can do that. No, you can do basically every freaking thing. You can. You can. Well, I think we're out of time, Veronica. We better wrap up episode seven. It was a meandering talk, but, uh, but I loved it. And, and there's more to talk about um, for the next episode. Yes, guys, and please don't forget to support Jetfuel Devs on Patreon, on our website. Uh, you can support us directly, DM us. We will send you our email for PayPal. <laughs> you can just support us, guys, so we can keep on doing this. And thank you so much for whoever already did. Uh, we are so grateful to you guys. And honestly... Uh, we still can't believe that we have so many, many, many supporters. Thank you so much, really. All right. Dan here from Jet Fuel Devs. Veronica, we'll talk to you real soon. Bye, people. Love ya. <laughs>